It's just about that time of the week. Time for the Weekly Weebs Podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another motherfucker. <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Weaves. We are going to be going over Sunny Boy, which was last week's anime assignment. But before we do that, I gotta play a little catch up with you guys. I've been out for two weeks between going to a concert and then getting sick for a week right after. So I gotta give my stuff on Clan and Mon. Okay. So, Clan After Story, I thought was really good. Uh, it got me really fucking, like, I was bawling at times. It was, it hit hard. Um, Kaylee was right when she said that we weren't ready. I was not. Overall, I thought it was really good. There were some times, there were some moments where, like, I felt like maybe some of the pacing could have been different. I really was confused a little towards the end with the whole, uh, like, alternate, alternate dimension kind of stuff. That just carried over back. from the uh, last season. Well, with the her coming back at the end. I think that was... That confused me a bit, but then I was like, uh, I, I understood it after a while. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a very... I thought it was a good show. It's in my top 25. I finally remade my top 25. I'm gonna have to. Now that I have What's something on. What's number one? One Piece. Damn right it is. My new top ten is kind of crazy. Like, I took out, I believe, Death Note. What? Kill wow. the Kill. Holy shit. Yeah, I think my new top ten was Erased, Violet Evergarden, 86, Chainsaw Man. Not, those top, those four are not in order, but six through one is um, Darling the Franks, Yu Yu Hakusho, Code Geass, FMAB, SAO, and One Piece. Damn. Yeah. My top ten took a real big reconstruction. Yeah, it did. I figured that since I was already fucking having to remake my entire anime list because of my fucking phone taking a shit on me, I might as well just redo Revamp my it. top 25. Yeah. Uh, so my ratings for Clan Ad. I'm still in there. Uh, personal enjoyment, I gave it 8. I thought it was real. I thought it was very enjoyable. Uh, the reason I ranked it lower on personal enjoyment was solely because it made me cry so many times. That's a good thing. I know, but that I made absolutely enjoy it more because of how good the but show. But I was. hate crying, and I hate specifically crying at work. <laughs> so, you work at home, bitch. Yeah, you're Still. at home. No one can see you. I can see me. My shit reflects. Uh, animation. I gave a seven. Um, I mean, it, it's older styled animation, and it's kind of the generic with like the girls with the big eyes kind of style. It still looked very crisp, and it was really nice. But well, we said the animation itself looks good, especially like with the snow, yeah, everything like that. The way that the nature looks and shit like that, and that the art style is where it kind of falls apart with the character design. I gave art style also a seven. I kind of yeah. tied the two together I gave it a on five. that one. Um, character development, I gave a ten. There was so much development with uh, the main character whose name escapes me at the moment because it's been Tomoya. Yes. Who? Tomoya. Tomoya. Yeah, he developed so much, especially. And especially after uh, Nagisa's death, 
Like, you saw him grow. Like, you saw him go downhill and then grow once he started bonding with his daughter. And it was so good to see. And then they died. <sighs> soundtrack, they gave a nine. I really... I mean, the soundtrack for Clan Ad as a whole is always really good. And especially the music throughout the show fitting just so perfectly with every oh moment. God, the sad moments. Oh, my God. They were... Plus horrible. the Dongo song. Plus the Dongo. Uh, World Building, I gave it... Family. World Building, I gave it eight. This one was weird because it's technically a sequel, so the world's already built. However, I think I also gave World Building so high was because of the second half of the story with the girl and the robot. It all came to like a conclusion of like why that was there. Because originally when it was there, I was very confused as to why... But now seeing it as the why that was there made a lot of sense. So I think for me that's why world building is up a little higher than before. Uh, plot, I gave it a 9. I really liked it. It was really well done. Uh, voice acting performance, I gave it a 10. They fucking crushed it. Uh, Arsenal, I gave it a 7. Uniqueness, I gave it a 7. Um, I have no explanation on that one. For some reason, 7 just felt right. Like, they, I didn't have a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, recommendation, I gave it eight. Uh, only after watching the original, which is still very good, would I recommend watching this. But I would recommend watching it right after. One, so you don't forget anything. And two, because it's just so good. Uh, so, total for me on that one is an 83. An 83? An 83. I'm really interested to hear your opinion on Mononoke, because we all scored a lot higher than you did. Yeah, you did. So, Mononoke was a weird beast for me. It was... Here's the thing. I liked it. I thought it was enjoyable. There were times for me where the pacing either felt a little slow at moments, or there were times where for some reason, like, my brain just decided, like, it didn't care at some points. Like, I, I have no explanation on that. Like, there were moments where I was watching, and my brain was like... Okay, cool. But like, I did, I did very much enjoy the like the movie. I thought it was really good. And then it was just some of the other stuff, but like otherwise, for me personally, that just were different. Uh, so personal enjoyment, I gave it an eight. I did really like it. I didn't like love it, like you know nine or ten, love it, like addicted kind of thing. But like I did very much enjoy it. It's a, it was a very good watch. Animation, I gave a seven. Admittedly, it is older animation. It does hold up very well, I will say. But for me, my, for my personal, for animation, to me, like... You're be- spoiled growing up as a weeb in this time. <laughs> Princess Mononoke, for its time, was like peak animation. I know. To and be fair, so I am... so fucking good. To be fair, that is now... I think this was also... I ranked this, like, I think around the same time when I started watching one piece with that older animation like to me it just it's harder for me to watch older animation stuff i don't know why i have watched older stuff in the past and like watched almost 200 episodes of one piece in like three weeks (laughs) well and the thing is like there are shows and like movies that have old animation that i really do like and then there's just some that i just don't like that's just kind of what it boils down to i I don't know what to tell you uh care development gave it eight uh i almost was gonna put a nine but it was tricky with the ending because they did kind of go their own ways and part of me was expecting them to kind of be together. So I don't know. Um, 
where was I? Soundtrack. I gave it eight. I thought the soundtrack was really good. It's not one that I would personally like listen to a lot, but I thought that fit really well with the show or the movie. Excuse me. World building. World building. I gave a seven. I all. I almost think I should do eight. But the problem with why I put it at a seven was that there wasn't much. There wasn't much explained about the world itself. Only the moments that we had at the certain points. Like yeah, there wasn't what they take place in the world it takes place in. They develop so many different warring factions, and the how the spirits work inside of the forest. I, yeah, the forest was good. Like, I, I didn't, like, the forest stuff made sense, but it was the rest of the everything around the world that just, it didn't make sense to me. Like, with the humans and stuff. Like, I know there were fat, like, wars and stuff, but I just, to me personally, I didn't know why at all. And I was like, that's why it was kind of hard for me to rank world building a little higher was because I didn't know much, really, with the human side. Uh, plot, I gave a nine. Uh, I very much enjoyed the plot of it. I thought that it sent a very good message in its own way, and I thought that it was a very good plot for what the story had to tell. Uh, VA performance, I also gave a 9. Uh, I thought that they did really well, and again, given the time of when this movie came out, it was very a very good job. Art style, I gave a 7, mostly because Studio Ghibli has a very... It almost has a very specific art style. Like, you could tell it's Studio Ghibli kind of thing. So, that's why, for me, art style is the same. Because, like, I know when I see Studio Ghibli, I do like it, but it doesn't make it any different from something back else, something else that would pop out. Uh, uniqueness, I gave a 7. I don't know. I feel like I've heard this kind of story told in some way, shape, or form. Specifically, like, the first thing I thought of with it was uh, Radiant. Like, with Merlin and stuff. Which came out 20 years later? Yeah, but to me, like, that's why I had seen first. I hadn't seen Mononoke first. So, that's another reason of uniqueness on me. So. Your viewing order shouldn't impact the uniqueness of the story. Well, what I'm saying is, like, in uniqueness, it's, it's, some, it's a trope that has been done before. This just has a different twist on it. Like, that's why I'm not, like, I'm not putting uniqueness lower than I am. One of the things we also considered on there, too, is compared to other Studio Ghibli films. Well, and again, again I didn't have my chance really change. Normally, when I'm with you guys, I change my score as we're discussing. We're I discussing it right now, you fuckhead! Yeah, now! But we're already having to discuss a different show. That's why I'm also trying to speedrun these. Obviously, I'll probably change them later, but I don't know. We'll go from there. Uh, recommendation gave an 8, though. I think that you should still watch this. It's a very good Studio Ghibli movie, and it does tell a very good story. Uh, so, 78 for me on that one. Hey, it could be subject to change later before we do our weeby stuff. I'm sure. I mean, I have no doubt it will. But we are here to discuss the ratings for Sunny Boy. Mm-hmm. Wiki, start off. You're yeah, the one who assigned it. Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy, Sunny Boy, Sunny Boy. I fucking feel like if I watch it again, I'm going to love it. I would, yeah. This was, yeah, this was one that, yeah. It is very confusing, I feel like, to people that watch it one time, like mm -hmm. us, and then they're never going to see it again, because I was, I watched it, and then watched shows talk, like, uh, YouTube channels talk about it, because, like, dude, I didn't understand, like, half the shit they were fucking saying, 
And, like, one of the main reasons is because this is, like, he explained it about shows being on different spectrums, like, shows that explain stuff to you so you don't have to fucking worry about it, shows you don't, and most shows are in the middle, where this show had, like, no, like, monologues to tell you what the fuck is going on. It just tells you to figure it out because it wants you to think about this show and think deeply about the inner meanings of it. Right. Which is pretty cool. I fucking love the animation and the art style of it. I fucking love the vibe of the show. Super confusing. But at the same time, it's kind of not. Because you, ha- you just have to sit there and think about it. And you can't really do anything else while watching it if you want to know what the fuck's going on. Even remotely a little bit without thinking about it. Yeah. This show very much gave me Evangelion vibes in the fact of the confusing, like, the confusing. Because when I was watching it, I didn't understand what the fuck was going on at all. And, like, same with Evangelion, like, towards the end. Like, I, I had no idea what was going on, and I watched the video, and it made sense. This is one that I would agree, like, upon first glance, it's one of those shows that... It turns you, a lot of people off. Yeah, it turns a lot of people off. But I think, like you said, if you were to go back and watch it a second time and kind of like with the knowledge you have now and then go through and kind of rewatch it, mm-hmm. I do think it would be a better viewing the second time than it would be the first time. I'm definitely going to watch it again. I will probably not. <laughs> I probably won't have time. Um, I'll be drowned in one piece. Good. Shut up. <laughs> He's going to eat this, watch Watch Fruit, mm-hmm. and then drown in it. But the, um, Sorry, what I was going to say is... I have the dick dick fruit. This show is kind of the plot idea and, like, theme of the show of Wonder Egg Priority mixed with the chaoticness and animation of Kiyosugiga. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. Kiyosugiga was the one where, like, the girl was trapped in an alternate world and she had, like... The alternate parents? Yeah. Let me look it up. I'm not talking about it at all. Here, here. I'll look it up. The you good thing it. about us talking about this show, though, is that we can bounce what we've thought about the show. I don't remember that at all. No, wait, now I do. There it yeah. is, yeah. Like, the craziness of them bouncing around, like, different worlds. And the animation is fairly similar with it, but... The dude that made this uh, worked on Girl Lagan, One Punch Man, uh... And a bunch of, like, other shows. I can't remember what the fuck it was, but he's done a lot of fucking good-ass work. And this was his, fir- his first anime original show that he made. This was not based on a manga or anything? I, when I looked at, when I watched the video about it, and I talked about the guy, I remember him saying anime original series that he made. It may, it may be a manga, but I... Anime. That's crazy. Because he started off animating for companies, and they yeah. do all this stuff, and this was his first project he did, directed and made and stuff by himself. For me, a lot of this was kind of middle tier for me. I loved it. Until the last three episodes. Like, in terms of, like, plot and personal enjoyment. When Raj came back into play, and he that was... That character's awesome. He's my favorite character in the show. Easily the best. That and the cats. The cats are great, too. Mm-hmm. And that it's Amazon. Really Amazon was amazing. That was funny. Um, when he came back in and was talking about, like... Even though that life is meaningless here, doesn't mean we can't live a good life, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was by himself with his parrot for 2,000 years. And still has a great aspect on life. Mm-hmm. The other people, they didn't want to go home. They found ways to be happy there. Well, and, technically, they, they couldn't because they're not real. Yeah. From, my, from what I've gathered from the show, right, the one main character guy that we see is, like, 
the real guy, the one that has the power to switch between dimensions, the Watcher, that he's the Watcher. He, those universes don't exist unless he's sitting there watching him, is what I remember being said. Kind of from, like, the, the movies, the... Yeah, that guy. Like, like what if? Cinema. Yeah. Like, the what if guy? Kind of. Yeah. Oh! So, the, the, the main character's ability, he okay, is... Okay, that changes per- my entire rating yeah. now. He, he is the person that was born to be the Watcher, or something like that. Like, he goes around, and sees these worlds that aren't real until he sees them and yeah. views them and puts them in a thing. And from what I remember gathering after they did that school episode they tried getting back in their bodies or whatever, after that, that's when they realized that they are not actually real because they're still living in real life there. Yeah. It's just he has his consciousness in like a different place. And he area. can kind of bring them to the world, but... There's the, it was just the one other girl that... Yeah, that actually was able to do it. Yeah. He just had to, like, tie her with the rope and stuff. Um, but that was, like, like, her lifeline, essentially, to yeah. her true self. Which was fucking crazy to think about. So, like, the I've kind of, like, picked stuff up here and there. That's why, like, talking about this, bouncing these things that we've noticed is going to help, I feel like, me kind of figure out the show more in a way. Like, that area. So, they're not real. He's the Watcher. Don't understand that other guy's power too much. That he was supposed to be the chosen one. I'm not 100 percent sure. It seemed like they talked about God a lot and like trying to get to, like the one where they were like in the fucking work camp. That fucked me up a little bit too. Where the dude yeah. just got ripped apart. Especially since he was voice in the. I'm sure you probably watched the sub. I watched it English. The oh English, wow! The uh, the uh, guy that played the other. Working. The guy with the crazy little hair that was yeah, in like his that boss. He got like lifted up and, and ripped apart in the cave. Was, like fucking, he was like going back to the guy, back to the flashback with Raj, saying like, "These are the things that they lay traps." And he was like, yeah. "Oh fuck, stop! Yeah. You're gonna." It threw me off because that guy is uh, the same voice that Sonny Strait used that was Usopp, because that was the Usopp voice for that character, and that really fucking threw me off. But I really liked introducing other characters because that was where we found out it's like yeah i've been here for five thousand years like that and the dog mm-hmm. the dog was also a really good character the dog was awesome the whole plague backstory with him was fucking good yeah the, the tumors i like how like time's basically like irrelevant here yeah we it doesn't fucking matter like at all um i really liked the concept of the show because it's not like other than you really having to think about it and use your brain like this is one of those shows and I kind of liked those shows, but I didn't know that going... Like, I had no idea what any of this shit was about when I signed it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this artwork's cool. Let's watch it. All I, had, all I had to go off of. Not disappointed, but I like some of the very tough themes that I feel like I've noticed they've put into the show. And the more I watch it, I think the more I'm going to understand it. Kind of like, the more I watch Gurren Lagan, the more I fucking, like, see things that I didn't see before. Mm-hmm. Like, what you were saying, Crimson, like, the more I watch it, the more things I'm gonna understand. Yeah. But, like, just the concepts, like, the first episode, like, all these kids get stranded in this fucking school with nowhere to go, and they don't know what to do, and they decide to have, like, a structure, and then it just, it's all, like, a, the power system of that, with them people going mad, like, the mad with power, and then people rebelling because this is, like, unjust, stuff like that. Blah, blah, blah. Then just, like, each episode had its own little fucking like, lesson that you can kind of get from. Maybe some of them were so clear. I fucking love the monkey episode. 
Oh, the yeah. Baseball, the baseball. Yeah. That was a good episode. I liked that episode a lot. <laughs> I love the build-up that he was like, they were like, yeah, you can do it. Swings and fucking misses. It's, just, it's like, it's, oh, it's, it's like, a good swing at least. Just after he's like, he's like, I get it now. He's <laughs> like, oh, you're going to fucking knock it out of the park. Just kidding. I'm trying to fucking remember all the fucking things that I remember seeing. Uh, Crunchyroll. There's but, a lot of depth to this show. Yeah. It doesn't come across... Like, the ideas are amazing for it, but I don't think the execution is perfect all the time. Yeah. Like, this show is... It's a mash of different things in a very inconsistent way. That's what I'm telling you. I get Kiyosu Giga vibes from it. Yeah. Hardcore. So, like... Like, oh, like, if I were to go, again, this all, it goes back to, if you go back again and watch it with the knowledge you have now, it will it makes a lot more sense, probably, in regards to how the story's told. But on, upon a first watch, it's very confusing, and it seems like it's jumbled, because nothing makes sense, and it's hard for an explanation to be given, because it also seems like, the, because of the big reveal at the end. Mm-hmm. This show, uh, I just I'm just googled it because I wanted to see what people thought about it. It's uh, people ask, is Sunny Boy a good anime? Uh, accolades: Sunny Boy received the Excellence Award in the Animation category at the 25th Japan Media Arts Festival. The series was nominated in two categories in 2022 Country Roll Anime Awards, Anime of the Year, and Director of the Year Award. Damn. Yeah. So like, it's people. It's just we're stupid. Yeah. Oh, so well, I'm stupid. I feel like there's a lot of stuff I. I'm gonna like rate it off of the first watch. Yeah. But I'm enjoyed it enough and it has my, my, my brain intrigued enough to where I want to watch more to understand it. You know what I mean? Yes. So what is the point of Sunny Boy anime? Sunny Boy is often existentialist and frequently frequently nihilist in its interrogations of life's meaning it never shies away from the absurdities of the world and it experiences them in forces as large and unfathomable as laws of nature and it conflicts as uh, small and petty as a single strand of hair nihilist is that like all life is meaningless oh I gotcha I gotcha uh, which is kind of the belief for a lot of the people that especially the people like in the work camp that are just there forever and, like, there's nothing they can do. That's one of the things that I love, like, some of the themes of this show. That even when Raj has realized that life there is kind of meaningless, he still finds a reason. That's, to me, this show is about, like, the true sense of self and finding who you are. Facts. That's what I took away from it, too. And one of the next things on, like, the Google list of frequently asked questions for it, what was the message of Sonny Boy? Uh, the TLDR of it says stop running and choose reality become active in choosing your path and hope for the best even if you're aware of all the negative possibilities of your choices Yeah, even if you feel like life is chaotic take control of your own path and it's really the last like 2-3 episodes that really when Raj comes back is where that is driven home cool. and I think like episodes like 
five through eight, maybe five through nine even, were about showing him running from his problems and no one being... Him isolating a, himself. Yeah. And when they had, you know, they were looking for him and stuff like that, they were finding someone else to blame for their problems. No one was taking control of, well, we need to do something to him. It's like, why don't you figure out a way to help yourself here? Instead of worrying about what someone else is doing, even if you do believe he's the path home. Mm-hmm. The teacher part was a little confusing to me. I didn't understand that. But she's she's not real. She's a figment. Yeah. Also, the part that was just like, she showed up and they immediately started listening to her. I'm like, you guys are literally in a world where you watched a one-armed monkey get hit in the head by a baseball and die. Nobody watched that. Well, three of them did. Three of them could see it. But it was the fact that she showed up and they're instantly like, oh yeah, this is the teacher we know and trust. She's obviously right. Instead of like, yes, this is definitely not the island or this, this world. Which, that was annoying to me after a while of, this, this world. (laughs) Um, Or this other world. um, Playing a trick on you at all. She's obviously your real teacher. And they instantly just turn on the kid. I felt bad when the one girl, like, died, too. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about the one that was already dead and then died in the figment world? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. When she fell off the cliff? Yeah, and she was talking about, it's like, I may not even be alive in back home, but you know what? I still want to find out. Well, no, she already knew she was dead. Yeah, but one of her that's one of her exact quotes in, oh, like, the episode you. right before they leave, before she dies Die in the dash. figment world, too. She's like, I may not even be alive in the real world if I go back, but I still want to go, because how am I supposed to find out? Exactly. I fucking loved her character. Mm. I'm going to look at all the... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name off the characters that I fucking fell up. Raj is definitely top character. Agreed. He was also hilarious. He was. He I was. loved his design as well. Raj was incredible. I liked... Uh, was only, this only gave me six. I liked uh, Nagara. I liked Mizuho. I liked... Her name was uh, Nozomi, the one that you were just talking mm-hmm. about. I liked her. Raj. Pretty much it. And there's other characters, but they're like, don't give a fuck about them. How'd you guys feel about Hoshi? Which one was that? The guy with the star birthmark thing. Um, He's a little bitch a lot of the time. Yeah. He's one of those people that he's only gonna um, help the side that he thinks is gonna win, and he's gonna flip sides. Yeah. No matter what. He's a pick-me girl. Yeah. (laughs) What? What is that? He just wants to be noticed. Mm-hmm. He wants to feel like he's a part of something. Shall we get in the ratings? You don't have anything else to say? Honestly, I don't. I, I can't. This is a weird show, man. I just gotta write mine. I think the more we've talked about it, the more I've liked it. I, I feel like this is a show that is going to grow on me a lot mm-hmm. if I watch it again. Because I feel like the seed of love has been planted. <laughs> like... That's how I was born. <laughs> Same. I don't know if mine was love. I just think it was lust. Your mom is hot. Shut the fuck up. 
Oh no, she's hot. Um, you know whose mom is hot though? Kyle. Mine. I love your mom, dude. Your I know so you do. Cool. She knows it too. Um. This is a show that it was a very mind fucky. Mm-hmm. Show, but it was nice to step away from just like another isekai or another super sad show. I wanted something to, I was happy to have something that attacked my senses a little bit with it and to have the animation with it. It's the same type of thing that they didn't always get the highest scores, but shows like Wonder Egg Priority, which mm-hmm. that's another one that had a really good idea, but the execution wasn't great. Yep. Um, that's kind of how I felt with a lot of this show that execution in the middle part of the show was a little lackluster the ending was good the ending was great mm-hmm. I love the ending um, but that on first glance it's a little misleading but the more you think about it, it's the same thing with like neon Genesis yep that's why I compared it earlier. Yeah. But Kiyosugiga and the Wonder Egg Priority were the two that immediately came to my mind watching this show. Yeah. Because it's chaotic. Now you've said it, it makes sense. Even a little bit like Madoka Magica, too. Because Madoka Magica was kind of fuck around and find out type of show, too. <laughs> yeah. Where you don't really know, and then there's just a twist. Mm-hmm. And Madoka Magica wasn't, was specifically a twist. This one wasn't necessarily... Ad- the big twist was that they weren't real. Like, that was... And that's a big twist. Yeah. And I was sad Raj didn't go back with him, but I also love that he found his sense of self in that world. Mm-hmm. Plus, also, I don't think I'd go back. I wouldn't. Like, I can do what basically whatever I want here forever, and I don't age or die. Yeah. That sounds like a blessing. You just have to figure out the rules of the worlds that you live in. Yeah. I also and if you get bored of the world, it's going to an old one. Nope. Can't do that. The only person that's able to do that is... Main I mean, character. If, main character. If you were in his shoes. Raj's shoes? No. If you were the main character. Oh. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I was so sad that she couldn't <laughs> take the cats with her. Same. And then when she got back, and she's like, I wonder how Grandma's cats are doing. Well, I heard one of them died. I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, no more Niamazon. <laughs> no more. No more Niamazon. I can't wait to hear Higgins' thoughts on this show. I could. This is this is a show that's wide up. Higgins Alley. Yeah, Zarius. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as like he was saying that he really enjoyed it, I'm like, yeah, that would make sense. And I watched the last three episodes last night, and I'm like, now I understand why I liked it. Because when I was sitting at that middle, weird middle part, it was kind of like, Oh, even like a Code Geass type shit with the Geass world. So like that. Yeah. It's that same type of fuckery where you gotta tr- you got to dive in to it. It's not a surface layer show. Mm. It's one you have to actually sit, focus, and observe. Yeah. Or you're going to miss something. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy with how this show turned out. I'm definitely going to rewatch it and not binge it this time. I'm going to watch an episode, fucking take it in. And like yeah. two days later, watch another episode, fucking take it in. Um, and one of the things that Zario mentioned when we were on our call yesterday was that everything looked like it was painted. When we got like a, a zoom out shot, it looked like it was on a canvas. 
and that was beautiful. What was the What was the thing that? Oh, there's another thing that they said in the video. One of the videos I watched that the director said when he made the show, like when he w- makes a color blue, he just wants it to be blue and no, no like other like shitting and stuff to it because he doesn't want people to like stay super focused on that in the moments where he wants the dialogue to be more important. That makes sense. Right. I'm good with giving her ratings now. I'm good with whatever you guys want to do. Same. Because I think that there's a lot of stuff to talk about with this show. This We need to watch it again. Yeah, yeah this is definitely a rewatch show uh, to kind of, like, n- again, now we know what so we I know. may have you guys rewatch it. We may do a deep dive on it. Maybe. You, no, maybe. It's probably going to happen. Huh? A year from now, we're going to rewatch the show and do a deep dive. Why a year? I'm going to forget everything. It's going to be my first watch through all over again. <laughs> this time you won't have a week to watch it. You can sit down and watch an episode. Oh. And like actually analyze it and write stuff down. Yeah. That's fair. At a time. Alright. Want to kick it off in the rings? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Big Dick Crimson, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Big Dick. Yes, sir. <laughs> You are superior in every way. <laughs> this is bad, me boy. I'll club you. <laughs> yes, sir. Big dick, sir. Little dick reporting. <laughs> <coughs> Private wig card. Uh, I still haven't fully recovered. My throat's still a little janky. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Give us your goddamn yes, Sergeant Big Dick Daddy, sir! My <laughs> <coughs> 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 uh. throat hasn't recovered either, sir! <laughs> your orders last week still got me a little fucked up! Private Little Dick Wick reporting for duty! Can I stroke your private, sir? Can we get the ratings, please? I'm going to watch some One Piece before I go to bed. <laughs> Sir, after we were done, I farted, and my mom, small intestine came out of my butthole. Sir. <laughs> sir, land bling, sir. Whew. I'll let you know if I come up with that. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the long <laughs> I just looked at the screen and it was just a certain long pause. Just wait for another one. Same. Uh, my rate- sir, permission to suck you silly, sir! Silly willy, sir! Oh no. I dropped my baby. Uh, my ratings for Sunny Boy, a person drawing my- I give it a 7. I did enjoy it quite a bit. And I feel like I'm going to enjoy it more. That's why it's not higher when I watch it again. When I actually have like a background knowledge of the show and know more about the themes watching it and going into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, animation, I give a 10. I fucking love the animation in the show. It's different. It's awesome. Character development, I gave it an 8. Soundtrack, I gave it a 10. All the music in the show was a fucking banger. Uh, world building, I gave a 7. Plot, I gave a 4 because it was very confusing. Uh, voice acting performance, I gave an 8. Art style, I gave a 10. I fuck with this art style hard. Uh, uniqueness, I give a 9. Recommendability, I give a 6. Because I feel like a lot of people don't want to watch shows where they have to think. Yeah. Total of 79. 
I think a lot of our scores are fairly similar. Mine might be slight, like a bit lower, but we'll see. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> uh, personal enjoyment, I gave a seven. It was lower, but then we started talking about it more, and it started kind of like being like, okay, now this is it makes more sense with everything, and then I started enjoying it more as we were talking. Uh, animation, I gave it eight. I thought the animation was really good. Um, even with it looking, it almost looked like older animation in a weird way, even though I don't think it's that old. The no, show? it's not. It came, came out, out 20... 21. Yeah. yeah. Uh, character development, I gave it a seven upon first watch. Solely because Garage was really good with development. And I think with just some of the confusement, obviously, like, if we go, when we go through it again, that will definitely be subject to change upon a second watching. Soundtrack, I gave a six. Nothing to me for soundtrack stood out, but then again, there was also a lot of, like, you know, no noise, just talking moments where it was just silence. So it was hard for some of the soundtrack to be memorable because of all the long silence. Excuse me. World building, I gave a seven. Uh, again, probably will be... Again, most of these would probably be subject to change by a second watch. Um, plot, I gave a five. Um, mostly because it was really confusing for almost all of the show. Uh, voice acting performance, I gave a seven. I thought that most of the characters actually did fairly well with their voice acting. Um, art style I gave a 10 I did I love the art style everything was gorgeous uh, uniqueness I gave an 8 and recommendation I gave a 5 solely because of not a lot of people are going to want to watch it or they have to think too hard uh, so total for me is 70 uh, personal enjoyment I also gave a 7 <coughs> uh, animation I gave a 9 I thought it was very well done. the technical side of this show is almost perfect but I don't think it's on the same level as, like, a Violet Evergarden, necessarily. It's a very unique animation. It's a different, it's a different uh, art style requiring a different animation style. Yeah. Yep. There are some times that I think it's on purpose made to look simple, which I think is... Simping made simple? No. Oh. Um, <clears throat> Simping made simple, sucker silly, silly willy sir! Uh, Anyways, character development, I gave an 8. Um, I went back and forth on how high I wanted to make character development because it's really only the main, like, three or four. A lot of the other characters are still the exact same people. They've just decided they want to stay. They haven't necessarily found them true, their true selves. They're just like, We're, we've been here so long, we don't want to change anything. That's fair. Um, world building, I gave an eight. The only reason that this one isn't higher is because there's so many worlds that we visit, but that's also the reason I made it so high because <coughs> we bounce around so much and learn a lot about the worlds we enter and then learn about this, this world and how they do a great job on the island of explaining how things work, which is really well done to me. Um, soundtrack I gave a 7. I really like... There were different closes, I felt like, in some of the episodes. And some of them were really good. I hated the one in the last episode. I did not vibe with it at all. Really? 
And that one dragged me down a lot, honestly. Some of the in-show music was all right. Other stuff was great. So I think it was above average, so I gave it a 7. Probably gave it a 5 because the fact there are the first couple episodes and the last couple episodes are awesome. The middle couple episodes are not. I would agree with that. The VA performance, I also gave a 5. Because the fact that there's no, like, really emotional moments in this show, there's not a lot of ability for the voice actors to enhance their performances. Um, I thought the girl that owned the cat, she had a couple moments that were really well done, and the main character had a couple. But other than that, it was pretty generic, because... And it's not even, like, the voice actor's fault, anything like that. It's the it's the type of show this is. Mm. Fair. Um, art style, 10. I fucking love this art style. That's what we were talking about when we watched the trailer for it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I picked the show. Yeah. Uniqueness, I also gave a 10. While I did say this gave me a lot of vibes of, like, the Gios world or, you know, Genesis, Kiyosugiga, Wonder Egg Priority... It just gives me that vibe. It's nothing like any of those shows <laughs> because this show is super crazy and all over the place. This uniqueness is both a great thing and a bad thing because it's so chaotic. Yeah. It makes for an interesting show, but it makes for a confusing show as well. And that's one of the reasons I gave recommendability a six. If you're a stoner, this is a great show. Facts. This is basically uh, what's what's the what's that one uh, podcast show? Fucking uh, one that Sam. Dresses up as sometimes. Oh, Midnight Gospel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, I gave it a 75. Cool. Overall, I did thoroughly enjoy the last part of this series. Let us know what you think, listeners. That's the wrong spot. There we go. He found it. He found the clip. Nope. <clears throat> that wasn't what I was talking about. I don't know if I was making a joke. I know a computer doesn't have that. <laughs> Alright. I know women... Oh, I see the way my charger is. It kind of starts to feel like it is. Uh, so that is our episode <laughs> for you guys. Thank you all for listening. Uh, reminder that the anime assignment this week is Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena. You can find it on Crunchyroll, 12 episodes. And we will talk to you all next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. IGN, sponsor us. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.